Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise. I'm your host, Elisa Gumbs. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slays the challenges of being a Black woman in business. Today's episode is all about making it as a mompreneur. We're chatting with Melissa Origin, the founder of Origin Bees, a line of multicultural dolls celebrating the beauty of diversity that were inspired by her six-year-old daughter. Welcome to Sisters Inc., Melissa, and thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thank you for having me, Elisa. Thank you for the opportunity to give us to share our story. Of course. Um, speaking of your story, you have such a great origin story, no pun intended. Um, can you share what was going on in your life and particularly with your daughter that led to the idea for Origin Bees? My husband, Arch, and I lived between Ghana and the U.S. shortly after we got married and we had our daughter, Essie, our eldest daughter, Essie. And she was quickly submerged into our cultures. My husband is from Ghana and my family's from the Cabo Verde Islands in West Africa. And we were always so intentional in how we raised Essie and making sure she was submerged in her culture, making sure that she was proud and knew where she was from and making sure she embraced who she was. So then it came time for Essie to start school. And when she started school, she started school and she was such a confident little girl to a point where I was like, I hope she's not too overbearing because she was like so, so confident and like she just like threw herself in everything and we but it was the complete opposite happened like within like a few weeks all of a sudden Essie didn't love her skin she didn't she didn't love her curly hair she wanted all of a sudden she wanted straight hair all of a sudden she didn't love her brown skin and I was just like how did what just happened right we I I didn't understand it because we put so much, we were so intentional in how we were raising her. And she was the only black girl in her class. So it wasn't anything that anyone did intentionally. It was just her environment. She was seeing, she was seeing everyone that didn't look like her and it had an impact on her self-image. Essie, from the day she was born, uh, Essie saw Black excellence. Essie in Ghana, in the U.S., she was surrounded by Black excellence. She was surrounded by just witnessing people accomplishing amazing things, and she didn't have any boundaries on what she wanted to be. She was, she loved who she was. She knew she was beautiful. When when strangers would tell her she was beautiful, she would respond, "I know." <laughs> And I would like try to tone her down a bit. And it just, it quickly, when she started school within weeks, it quickly started evaporating that confidence. And I struggled in the toy aisle. All of a sudden, Essie would just want dolls that had fe Caucasian features. And there was one time in particular that I was trying to find a doll in the toy aisle to show her that she was perfect. And here's this beautiful doll. That doll's beautiful, but let's also find a doll that looks just like you so you see how beautiful you are as well. And I couldn't. So I would constantly complain to my husband about this struggle. 
And one day in the car, I was in tears because I was just that day in particular, I was overwhelmed by it. And he said, Mel, why don't you just create the dolls that you want to see? And it was as simple as that, <laughs> right? Sometimes the solution is really that simple. And we just, we complicate it as adults, but he, he, he is a fixer and he was like, why don't you just, you don't see it. Why don't you just create it? And my husband's an entrepreneur and a lot of his solutions revolve around like finding a solution in business. But at that time I didn't even see it as a business. I just saw it as, okay, let me create this doll because I'm not finding a doll that looks like my daughter. And we had two daughters at the time. Africa is her younger sister and they had different features. And, uh, as I talked to my friends and my relatives, they told me that they were having similar struggles. And I was like, wait a second, this is like so much bigger than us. So while we were working, while I was working late nights on this passion project, it was important to me to, when we, when we had the dolls ready, that the dolls came out, not just one doll, but like a variety of dolls. So different skin tones, different curly hair patterns, and that was really important to me. I didn't want one doll to come out first. I wanted a variety. I couldn't have all the dolls come out. I wasn't in that place, but I wanted at least like a good variety. And we, whatever doll, we had three different skin tones. And at the time we had several different curl patterns and every skin tone had every curl pattern. And that was important to us because that is how you see black people. Black people come in all different hues, all different curl patterns. And we wanted... We wanted to represent that in Origin Bees. Yeah, you just mentioned the different skin tones, the different hair types of the dolls. Your products really are all about representation. Um, what impact do you hope to have, not just on your two girls, but on all children through Origin Bees? My hope is that our products serve as a tool that encourages our children to love exactly who they are right? To see the perfection in them, to, to see their greatness, to see their power from the beginning, right? If we can, if we can accomplish this in early childhood, then just imagine what these children will accomplish, accomplish once they become adults. Nothing will get in their way, right? And that's my hope, that our, that our products are just tools that help encourage that, that self-love, that self-image, self-worth, and just reminds them just how perfect they are. You mentioned that your husband said to you, why don't you just, you know, create these dolls that you want? And it was that simple. But like entrepreneurship is never really like that simple. It's like so simple and so not simple at the same time. Before you started this company, you had a career, a whole different career in financial services. Um, what was it like to not only take this risk, but to bring your family along um, for this leap into entrepreneurship. So when when I when we started Origin Bees, it was just a passion project. I was still full blown, like working full time, and I did this at night when the world was sleeping, and it was just something that I just poured my heart into. So it didn't really feel like a risk. But in 2020, I just when I decided, okay, I'm going to resign from my position, my walk away from my career, it was one of the scariest things in my life, right? Because my heart told, I knew in my heart that this is what I should be doing. But then you have your parent and 
you want to have security for your children. You, you have, you're trying to juggle everything, that responsibility you want. I also, and it boiled down to, I remember because when I decided to resign, it took some time before I actually left. I spoke to a lot of leaders that I respected. And I remember someone asked me, are you sure this is what you want to do? Like, is this practical? And the words came out of my mouth before I could even think about it. But that's exactly what it was. I said, at the end of the day, I have my kids to answer to of my decisions in life. And I want, I want them to be proud of my decisions. And if it's for, if I take this risk now for me, then it's going to be easier for them later on, right? The risk we take as parents, it's not as risky for our children. It's not as much of a risk for our children when they make those decisions. And I can help navigate them better because I've made those mistakes, because I've taking those paths. So it's definitely been the scariest thing. It still is, <laughs> but it's been my faith. My faith has helped me through. I, of all things, I have this, my husband, he's an entrepreneur, so I have that support and he helps guide me through life certain decisions, but it's been my faith that has walked me through all of it. You mentioned that it started as a passion project, then became a side hustle. It has grown so much over the last few years. Your products are now carried in Target stores. Last year, you were named on Oprah's favorite things, which, I mean, let's just stop because Oprah. <laughs> I know. Like, did I you not know. jump out of your skin? <laughs> I, I didn't even believe it at first, honestly. Like, initially, I... I didn't even think on if I'm being honest with myself, I didn't think it was possible. Like I grew up on Oprah. My mom's hairstyle changed as Oprah's hairstyles changed. <laughs> and the dream when I was growing up was to be in that audience when she had Oprah's favorite things, right? Like that. So it's, it was just unbelievable. And like, still I'm just so full of gratitude because of it, because Oprah, like, how do you, that exposure, the opportunity, the fact that Oprah and her team thought enough of our products and there's just so much and all by the grace of God, really, like I, I, I'm not that powerful. So <laughs> there's something else behind it. <laughs> so what has this journey been like for you of, of starting something out of love that you poured your heart into and getting it to, to the, this place that it's at now? It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster of love. Uh, it's, I've learned that being an entrepreneur is being able to adjust with the changes of the times. What, what worked today may not, sorry, what worked today may not work tomorrow. What worked yesterday may not work today. And you have to be flexible. I've learned that relationships are everything. I've learned that great things are never achieved alone. Any opportunities we've had at Origin Beast, it's because other people also believed in us. It's, that's, that's where a lot of it comes from, right? It's, it's from others as well, like others telling our story, others supporting us, others believing in us. And it's, I just happen to be responsible for this company, but this company is so much bigger than me. 
A huge part of your growth um, has been Amazon. Um, how has Amazon helped you bring Origin Bees to this level? Amazon's been amazing. Uh, we have had so many opportunities for exposure because of Amazon, first and foremost. Like they've, Amazon has given us media opportunities. They have shown our products like on the front page of Amazon. Like we'll get calls and be like, hey, oh my God, there's a baby bee. <laughs> and that's not that's not because of us. That's because of the Amazon support. Uh, the black we are part of the Black Business Accelerator, and the Black Business Accelerator like we get a dedicated account manager that's at our fingertips, and they're always there whenever I have a problem, whenever I have a question, where I need direction, and they make suggestions. They help us with like ad optimization. They've just they've been a resource. They've been an invaluable resource that has helped us grow faster than we would have without them. We've, we're actually also on Amazon, in Amazon's toy book for the second year in a row, which is unbelievable. So just full of gratitude for Amazon. Yes, that, that toy book is very much anticipated. I was just with my family this weekend. <laughs> my cousin has five kids and she was like, Amazon, Amazon put the toy book. <laughs> so people are like really excited. Likewise. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> I, my kids have the toy books. Exactly. Yes. My kids have the toy book and they were looking and they're like, oh my goodness, mom, we're in there. Because we intentionally didn't tell them because we wanted to see that like surprise. So it's been amazing. Um, this episode is all about being a mompreneur. So I want to talk about that some. Women entrepreneurs often tell me that there is a lot of overlap in between the skills you need as a mom and the skills you need as a CEO. So in your opinion, what makes moms such good entrepreneurs? It's funny. I wish moms got more credit in the corporate world for being a mom because being a mom teaches you to multitask it teaches you to be flexible it teaches you to be patient it teaches you to support to ensure it, it, there's just so many like soft skills that you have to really like refine as a mother and all that bleeds into being an entrepreneur and being flexible and being ready for the unexpected and there's just so much and being your response as a mother you're responsible for these little humans and raising them right and like giving them the best opportunities at life making sure they're best positioned for life and everything life's gonna throw at them and starting a company is kind of like a baby right you have to raise that baby and you have to pour your heart into it and you have to take risks and you have to let it grow. And it, there's, there's just so many like similarities from being a mom and being an entrepreneur. And I lead Origin Bees. I made a decision to lead this company as a mom. So when I make decisions, I know I'm making decisions for the children of other moms as well. And I make decisions as a mother. And that's, that's a lot of it for when the products we bring out, I think about it as a mother. 
Can you just go deeper into that for a minute? Because I think that that's really powerful that you said you made the decision. So this is very intentional. Like what was that process like for you? And, and how does that show up in, you know, your real life business that you decided to lead it as a mother? Oh, of course. So I can give a couple of examples. So our dolls, our dolls, if you look at the faces of our dolls, they're really happy. Um, they're smiling and it was important to me for the dolls to give out joy because we want our children to be happy. You want our children to see that joy, to feel that joy when they're playing with the dolls. And I think that came from me being a mom and that's what you just, you want to protect your kids from all the harsh realities of this world. Right. And that was one of the ways that I thought as a mother, like, let them feel that joy when they're playing. Another another example is we recently released our, a baby bee called Brilliant Harmony, and she is a black ginger doll with freckles. And she has been doing so well, but I'm not sure, maybe, maybe someone that was just thinking business-wise would say, oh, this is a good business decision. How many dolls are you going to sell? Like, how many? But... I thought about it as a mom and I'm like, I know that there are kids with these features. I know I haven't seen a doll with these features, so we're going to do it. So I think that's, and that's how we're, we're growing as a company. Hopefully others see it, but that's, that's how we're deciding on which products to develop, which products to bring out. Is what the kids need to see, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you also have dolls with no hair for that reason, right? Same exact reason. There not every child has hair. Some kids have hair for don't have hair for different reasons, but we wanted to make sure they felt represented as well that they saw their beauty. And one of um there's one of the kids that the mom shared a video with us. Her daughter has alopecia and she is the happiest little girl and she she was just so excited to see a doll as cute as her and I just it, it means everything. Like it, it confirms that this is what I'm supposed to be doing in life. And I'm grateful to be able to. Well, being a mom and an entrepreneur is also a juggling act. So <laughs> what is it like managing your role as an entrepreneur and your role as a mom simultaneously? Um, I'm learning as I go. <laughs> Uh, it's it's tough because as an entrepreneur of a young company, you're always working. So you have to be intentional. Like there's a certain block in my day that I stop. Like when the kids are home from school and there's that time is our time. I'll, I will stop for a few hours. And then when they go to back, go back to go to bed, I get back to work. Um, but I also think it's beautiful that our kids are watching us work and build together, right? Like their, their everyday life experience is seeing us find solutions to problems. They're seeing us have an idea and they are part, they give us ideas, our daughters and my son's too young right now, but our daughters come and give us so many product ideas from like problems they may have or like things they wish they saw. And I think that's beautiful that in their mind is anything is possible. You just have to like, as long as you have an idea and we, 
we sit down with them and we explain it to them. You have to work on it. You have to design, you have to create a sample. So they understand that process. So they're light years ahead of where I was at their age. Like I didn't, I didn't know like that you could create things like that. I thought they just showed up on the shelf. Right. Um, so I'm grateful for them to be able to understand it and watch us because my husband, he's, he's the founder of a fashion brand origin culture and they watch him as well. Create, he's an artist and he creates some beautiful things and this is their reality. And it's just, it's beautiful that, that we can, we can show this to them at this age. They also see how hard it is. <laughs> they see us working day and night. So they see, they see the beauty of putting in the work and what comes out of it. You just mentioned um, your daughter. When you first started the company, this was something that you and Essie were really doing together. And you have two daughters. How involved are they in the brand? Um, and as you continue to lead the company, what lessons about business are you trying to instill in them? So there, yeah, Essie was very involved and she still is both of our daughters, Africa as well. There isn't a product that comes out without their seal of approval. <laughs> they have, They're probably the toughest too, aren't they? Oh, they are. Yeah. We get candid feedback. <laughs> we get candid feedback. <laughs> and I mean, our dolls, they have blue skirts and that's because of Essie. Essie wanted blue skirts. They originally had pink skirts. And she said, why? Everyone doesn't like pink. Every girl doesn't like pink. And we were like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> so blue skirts were changed. They were changed to blue skirts. And Essie tells everyone, she makes it known that she's the boss. She gave me a day mm -hmm. off last month, which I, I, I took that day off because I wanted her to feel like, all right, when she makes a suggestion, we're going to listen. And it was, so there, they've been instrumental. We have, uh, little soft plush dolls that recently came out newbies. And that was because Africa always slept with her baby bee dolls. And I was like, we need something a bit softer. And we also wanted to, we wanted to be able to have a product for kids as soon as they were born, right? We wanted them to like see themselves right away from the beginning. And our newbies came from that as well. And what lessons are you hoping? I know you mentioned that they're getting to watch this process, um, but you're so intentional um, as a mom and as a CEO. So I know that there are probably certain things that you want them to take away from this experience. I want them to, I want them to know that anything is possible if you're willing to work for it, if you're willing to team, work on with team members, and if you have faith. We are very committed to our faith and we instill that in them every morning on our way like we we pray and we we teach them that it's important to think about others and the things that you wish for your for yourself you you should wish for those things for others as well and i hope that they learn that Oftentimes, the only thing that gets in your way when you want to achieve something is yourself. So it's, it's important that they know that they're capable of anything, as long as they're willing to put in the work. We are almost out of time, Melissa, but I don't want to leave without getting your advice for all the other mompreneurs out there 
about running a successful business? I would say that believe in yourself. I would say that you have, think of your daily schedule and all the things you get done and know that everything you pour into others, you can pour into yourself and you're capable of of anything you put your, you set your heart on. And I would say that don't count yourself out. I think oftentimes as moms, we get so bogged down in caring for so many, caring for one or two or more than that. And we kind of eventually count ourselves out and don't count yourself out. Like keep going and pour into yourself the way you pour into others. That's so important. Thank you for that piece of advice. And thank you so much, Melissa, for sharing your small business success story with us. Thank you. Everyone out there, please take a look at the company website, originbees.com, and that's O-R-I-J-I-N-Bees, B-E-E-S.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. They're basically everywhere at Origin Bees. Check out the podcast channel on blackenterprise.com to find Sisters Inc. and other podcasts from Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And if you like what you hear, show us some love by leaving a five-star review or put a sister on by spreading the word. This is Elisa Gums for Sisters Inc. with Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening.